Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's BudPod89. Uh, is 89 anything? Um, 89 Grady Vine, which is what I say when I have a lovely glass of wine. <laughs> this is a Grady Vine. I mean, I should have just said Grady Wine. I don't know why I went to Vine. I think, um, <laughs> I think what it is is that you say, uh, Grady Wine after you sip the wine, and then when you pick up the bottle and examine the label, then you go, Grady Vine <laughs> about the grape variety. <laughs> yeah. And if it's and if yeah. and if it's just mediocre, then you say grapey vine. Grapey vine. Yeah, because then it's just like a vine with grapes on. Yeah, yeah, pretty neutral statement. <laughs> I was on I was on a wine um, online wine shop yesterday last night, like uh, before I just lying in bed for like an hour and a half. I was just <laughs> I was just looking at wine, trying to figure out. What to like? What to buy? I was on there for ages. Pathetic. How how long did you spend seducing yourself with various wares? Must have been like an hour, an hour and a half. <laughs> Maybe an hour. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. And I still have not completed my basket. I've still not made the order. I'm still like, maybe I've chosen wrong. I'll just look again tomorrow. My life is torture. I hate it. <laughs> Who is it who has a routine about um, going online and shopping for stuff that you can't afford? Mm. Some American comedian has a routine on, on that where they're like looking up. It's Tom Segura. Tom Segura. He looks up like boats and private planes and stuff. All right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. He gets a kick out of being like uh, 170 feet. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <clears throat> How you been? Yeah, not bad. Uh, um, we have an, an, another vaccine. You happy? Another, Are you happy now? Another, huh? <laughs> oh, one vaccine not good enough for you, was it? <laughs> you want another one, do you? Um, yes, pretty pleased. I've been using my inhaler a lot, which is uh, worrying, but I think it's because my room is dusty. Dusty room. Open the window. Open a, open the window and let let in God's light. Um. And Hoover, I should just Hoover more. Um, I find Hoovering and dust the most spiritually um, dispiriting thing in my household. Because it never ends. Because it never ends. And the knowledge that I am the dust as well. <laughs> I am the dust and the dust is me. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like that old song. The Lord of the Dust. (laughs) I am the dust and the dust is me. I am the Lord of the Dust, said he, you know. And I'm making dust from tiny flakes of skin. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not a good feeling to to sneeze because you've inhaled too much of your own skin. Well, this is it. Ugh, my skin. (laughs) My skin, my old skin got inside my new skin. Yeah, my my old my new skin is allergic to myself. 
Uh, imagine all the tiny old skin cells floating back inside your nose. And being like, I used to live here. And all the new <laughs> skin cells like, get out of here, old man. Oh, it, I chop. Oh. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be more like, um, it would be like a Christmas carol. <laughs> wow. Because the, the dead skins are, are, are like ghosts coming back to haunt you. Oh, 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 oh. You, yeah, right, right, right. The actual book. I thought you meant like, it's like any Christmas carol. Oh, no, no. You know, figgy pudding. Um, no, like, they're all ghosts coming back and going, beware! And they're like, no. Like, or like, maybe like a zombie film? <laughs> no, it's more ghosty, isn't it? It's more... Because it floats. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's a, that's annoying me. I'm, I'm hoping that it's because I live in a dusty room and I need to hoover more. Um, because I really would not like my asthma to return as an adult. I don't want to be that guy. I started inhaling recently again after, you know, I, I used to have it when I, when I was a kid and now I've started again because of uh, COVID just to stay ahead of the curve. <laughs> just give you just an edge out there in good the marketplace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... And it's quite, it can, it's quite pleasant, you know. I forgot that it can feel quite pleasant to <gasps> to like inhale, especially as you know, I don't I don't smoke anymore. But the sensation of <gasps> you know filling your lungs with something can be quite pleasant. And uh, so why not make it a a mild steroid? That's true, actually. Maybe maybe I'll do a reboot of Sherlock Holmes where he starts calling things a, a two puff problem. Yes, I remember that. Watson, this is a two-pipe. Two it's a two-pipe problem. Yeah, two-pipe problem. That's right. Yeah, it took him two whole pipes yeah. to figure it out. Um, whereas uh, there's that uh, there's that old uh, uh, fuck. What's his name? That that American comedian who who died of uh, bowel cancer. Um, you know the 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 fucking the Edge Lord. Oh, Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks is that Bill Hicks where he you know he's talking to someone in the front row and the guy's and he says how much do you smoke and the guy say, says uh, two packs a day and Bill Bill Hicks says yeah pussy I smoke two lighters a day <laughs> so it's a decent joke it's good but I <laughs> it's good but man he's responsible for a lot of fucking edge lords yeah he's birthed a, a generation of edge lords and also like um. You know how, like, back in those days, thanks to Bill Hicks and also a bit of Stuart Lee, being a comedian and doing an advert was, like, the worst ever thing you could do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've realized why that is. It's because, proportionately, like, listeners might find this a bit inside baseball. Maybe you'll find it interesting. I don't know, listeners. But in those days, if you were a stand-up, you could do, like, just live comedy, not TV, not radio, nothing. Just the clubs, man. And you could earn, like, lawyer money. Um, yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. like the money, yeah, same here, huh? Same here, yeah, yeah. In the UK and America, you you can absolutely smash it. So the idea that you would be so greedy as to need extra money from an advert, I guess, is why they were so scornful of it. Whereas these days, a stand-up comedy gig that paid a hundred quid or a hundred dollars in nineteen ninety-five still pays a hundred now. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you better get ready to say how much you love fucking Aspel cider or whatever. Yeah, fucking go for it, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, um, I've come up with a, a, a slogan for um, the early stages of 
any entertainment career. Yeah. And it is uh, make yo money. <laughs> I've not been able to say this to anyone. No one's asked me for my advice yet. But when they do, I'm going to say make yo money. <laughs> you don't know how long you're going to be able to sell yourself for. Sell it now. Ah, make your money but without but depending on the type of fame without devaluing the stock this is also true but 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 inherent within the slogan make your money is is value yourself properly make as much money out of each gig as you can that's true don't undervalue yourself make your money <laughs> that's what i say so i have i have no no qualms about I'm doing an advert, you know. I'd rather I'd rather do an advert than fucking eat a spider on ITV. <laughs> I mean, that's that. There's a lot more, I think, moral value in in selling cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would I rather eat a spider or do a makeup video? I don't know. <laughs> but if you did a makeup video, it'd be so funny that it would have great artistic merit. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I should try and see how easy it is to use makeup on top of a beard. I'd love for you to paint a, a beautiful mouth on onto your beard, <laughs> like a, a geisha a geisha face onto your beard. <laughs> so people would be like, "Oh, she's got a kind of lumpy face. What is that?" <laughs> Why she got that weird f- Yeah, texture? what's wrong with her chin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Um, shall we do some correspondence, Phil? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Correspondence special. Let's do it. It's been a while. Ring, ring. Letters. Keep emails. 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 Phone. Correspondence. The subject line of this, Phil... Um, contains a lot of things I think you'll enjoy. Mm-hmm. It says, Oxford Ed, Malaysian poo-static travel story. Wow. Oxford Ed, poo-static travel story. So, Malaysian. someone who went... Malaysian. So, a Malaysian person who went to Oxford got constipation on a flight. You're, 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 you're close. You're close. Um, almost, almost. So... <clears throat> This is from... Who's this from? Uh, this is from Leah. 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 There's a song by Roy Orbison called Leah. It's quite haunting. And oh, no, not Leah. He's, they've they've, they've capitalised the I at the start of their name. Ilya. Oh, well, fuck the Roy Orbison song then. Yeah, Roy Orbison can go fuck himself. That's our official position. <laughs> Poor Roy. He was so shy, you know. <laughs> A really shy guy, brilliant singer, but would always wear sunglasses on stage because he was shy. And um, yeah, lost his family in a house fire. All of them gone. Jesus. Yeah, very tragic stuff. But Pretty Woman is good. (laughs) Yes, it was. Um, So he says, my embarrassing Bud Puds story. Hello, Phil and Pierre. Greetings from a fellow Bud Pod Malaysian. Oh, um, wow, okay. And also from a similar but better institution than the two of you went to. Oh, uh, that'll be Oxford. I think that's then. the Oxford part. I'm so annoyed that they've won the vaccine varsity. 
Oxford. <laughs> I'm so because they're going to be holding this over Cambridge's head for decades now, fucking decades. I I I have a a secret wish, which is that I'm happy for this pandemic to go on another year if it means the vaccine comes from Cambridge. If um if the vaccine that Oxford came up with turns people into those speed zombies from 28 days later. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. I think that'd be a moral victory worth the, the physical pain. <laughs> oh, you just annoyed that all those scientists are now going to be downing pints and getting blues. <laughs> getting little celebratory rugby tops. It's just frustrating. There's going to be a lot. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of pressure on the next, on the next boat race. Can you imagine? Oh, I mean, this, they, they, if they don't, if they don't show up with a load of inflatable syringes, I mean, their boat is going to be shaped as one, as one big syringe, just <laughs> like squirting a, a sort of green slime at the front. Yeah, and the, and and I guess I mean this is very boring for listeners, but all the all the surgical masks are basically one of the two colors already. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Varsity blue. Um, so um, Ilya has slammed us for for not going to Oxford uh, already early on in the email, <laughs> okay. but he makes up for it by saying, "I have introduced your poo podcast to my fellow social media friends." <laughs> social media friends is such an old-fashioned way <laughs> then the friends i've made on the information superhighway I've, I've been surfing the web and making pals <laughs> joining chat rooms and talking about shared interest and hobbies <laughs> i could communicate with someone even in the ussr <laughs> <laughs> So he says, it took me roughly 37 episodes to build up the confidence to share this, and hope um, I hope everyone can have a little laugh in these dark times. Uh, we go back to 2016. Uh, someone who comes from a Malaysian family, the notion of a gap year has never been part of our cultural vocabulary, especially when it's you true. have the unfortunate or fortunate privilege of attending Oxford. Absolutely. Why wait? Uh, why wait? Get Summer vacation- your degree. As I always say, get your degree. I like the idea of, um, yeah, a really streetwise, aggressive person saying, get your degree instead of make your money. (laughs) Um, He says, summer vacation was never the same when it's filled with forced internships. Uh, Yeesh. Yeah. So I had to wait until I graduated to do any further extended long period of solo travel. Despite being diagnosed with mild IBS... The previous year, I was still keen on doing a trip around Europe by myself for six months, and I thought nothing of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Europe is sort of a, a roughly bowel stable continent to uh, travel in. Also, an, a Malaysian with IBS. I mean, the fucking. The dirty ass food we grew up eating usually <laughs> kind of immunizes us against all stomach upset for the rest of our lives. So, God, I'm going back home must be a minefield. Maybe it's, but maybe it's Western food that's tripped him up. Interesting. It might be milk, you know. Chinese well, people can't. Well, I don't know if he's Chinese. No, actually, with Ilya is probably not Chinese Malaysian, but Chinese people, you're not good. They're not good with milk. We don't have the enzyme. Funny, funny you should mention that, Phil. Ah. Mm. <clears throat> so, um, but yes, you're right. Europe normally is fairly um, 
Lonely Planet gives Western Europe four four bowels out of five for being bowel safe. Yes. Uh, 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 Where is it? So, he thought nothing of it, he said. Excuse me, guys. The first part of the trip was visiting major cities and towns in the Netherlands for two months, and it it went without any poo accidents, which was great, except for the final day when I had to make my way to Amsterdam Central Station to continue my journey to Munich. Uh, It was a nine-hour-long train journey, mind you, uh, so everything was supposed to go smoothly. Uh, As I was waiting for my train, I decided to get some hot chocolate, because who wouldn't like to have a delicious hot chocolate before a long train journey? Lovely. Lovely. As I was finishing my hot cocoa, I felt a tiny little pinch in my stomach. I I sighed with an audibly loud enough, No! <laughs> no. <laughs> On his own, out loud. You just walk, yeah, he said, you, I, imagine walking by him and he just <sighs> No. <laughs> he says, I sighed with an audibly loud enough no moan that people were visibly surprised. <laughs> just Ah, some hot cocoa here in the Netherlands. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 so he says uh, I asked if there was milk in the hot cocoa to the barista and she said yes the menu gives the, the, uh, the name but it, he didn't fully read the ingredients he says mm. I gasped with the realisation of what that meant for me as I had the look of someone about to blow up I'm very unsure if this is a Dutch thing or just a thing that you when you try to find something that you will uh, never find it there was no sign in sight uh, for any toilet nearby and there were a queue of ten people at the information counter. Looking rather panicky, I shoved my way through the line with one hand, carrying two massive bags, and the other holding my stomach. Um, uh, At this moment, ten minutes has passed since the first sensation, and I have twenty minutes before the train leaves. And I wasn't about to leave without my train. (laughs) When he says that when the train leaves, is that that a euphemism? (laughs) Oh, he says by this point the train hadn't arrived yet, so he so he can't go to the loo on the train. That's not okay. Possible okay. Yet. Uh, the person on the counter directed me to the lavatory, um, but it, uh, okay. So the directions weren't good enough, so he ran around a bit as well. At this point, I'm running while <laughs> clenching my buttocks, and instead of holding my stomach, I'm now holding my ass. <laughs> well, well, Oxford doesn't look so great now, does it? Oh, someone should have done a combined degree in not shitting yourself. Or knowing that chocolate tends to have some dairy in it. <laughs> You'd have thought an Oxbridge student would be aware of that, but <laughs> I guess that's more of a Cambridge thing. <laughs> it's been hundreds of years since any of us shit ourselves. Um <laughs> As I was just about to reach the entrance of the toilet stall, I felt my stomach break and my anus unable to clench further. <laughs> stomach so break. He's about to go in the stall. Unfazed, I pull down my pants with my with my long johns together. Oh, I see. He's pulling down his pants and his long johns at the same time. Yep. Hoping miraculously that the feeling of a waterfall of shit that's going on was a phantom sensation. Oh, no. It wasn't, though, was it? It wasn't. He says, but no. Imagine shit was pouring. 
whilst That's I pulled... pleading with his own ass. But no! <laughs> but Come no. on, but. Please, but no! Imagine shit was pouring whilst I pulled my pants down and moved to the sitting position onto the toilet bowl. As I pulled my pants down, I was shitting in my pants, out of my pants, onto the floor, and onto the toilet rim, and then into the bowl. <laughs> and the whole place was filled with... Uh, di- this is an interesting phrase he uses here. Diuretic milky poo. Diuretic milky poo. I think that's actually that's, think that's a Dutch word for it. <laughs> yeah, I think when the, that's, that's, that's what the Dutch cleaner said when he opened the toilet stall door later. Yeah. What is that? Diuretic milky poo. Diuretic milky poo. Diuretic milky poo. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at my watch and I still have 15 minutes before my train leaves and I'm covered in shit. <laughs> I, as I tried to hold it all together and figure out my next move, I realized as if it was a miracle. Uh, I realized uh, as if it was a miracle. I managed not only to soil my... I only managed to soil my underpants and not my pants, he says. That's something. That's, yeah. um... You can chalk that up as a victory. Yeah. With shit still visibly everywhere, trying to undress myself, waist down, taking off my shoes and pants, and finally my shitty long johns. He keeps calling them long johns. Is that a Malaysian thing? Or maybe they were long johns. <laughs> like he's a prospector. <laughs> There's poo, poo in that there stall. I think he just means, like, leg warmers, right? I think he means, that contextually, it's underpants. I think he means, like, the, like the long... the lo- I wear them now in the, in the winter <coughs> to keep your legs warm under the trousers. Yeah. They're like leggings or leg warmers. Well, he, well, either way, you know, he managed to carefully remove the, sh- the shitted long johns. Um wrapped them up protecting his pants and shoes used all the toilet paper available to me to wipe myself down as much as possible while still shit whilst all of this while still sitting down and shitting <laughs> <laughs> so he's it's 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 like some sort of mission impossible thing where he's got to undo his shoes and socks and all this and keep everything pristine whilst continuously shitting <laughs> more hanging from the ceiling <laughs> Five minutes until my train left, I stop unloading my guts with a petrified look on my face, looking at the nuclear waste I have just done uh, from one foot away. I really need to clean this, I thought. I took my long johns and whipped the floor clean-ish. With the long johns? Yeah, because they're already Uh, shattered. (laughs) And uh, I decided that they were fully written off as waste. Uh, As I wanted to throw away my used... Used to be blue, but now fully browned long johns. There was no space in the filled-up-to-the-brim trash can. Oh, no. I came to the conclusion that if I don't leave now, I'll miss my train and have to explain to someone what happened. So I placed my long johns behind the toilet inside the cubicle and left. Oh, Jesus, no. Yuck. Yuck! (laughs) Typical Oxford student. No, no respect for anyone else. What, think what the that? world is their poo bin. They do. Uh, ik think these are some long yons. <gasps> no, diuretic milky poo long yons. <laughs> As he picks them up to look at them. <laughs> um, he entered his train with just one minute to go and still recalls the whistle blowing. 
Uh, I took out my deodorant and sprayed myself enough to make it seem like I was fresh out of a shower, sat down in my seat and cried to myself uh, out of the sheer amount of humiliation I just had to (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like the end of Captain Phillips, just breaking down. He's also attached a photo uh, um, of himself in Amsterdam Centrum before he, like literally like right before he drank the chocolate. (laughs) <laughs> so innocent you can look into his eyes and think you've got no idea what's about to happen to you mate uh, send me the picture honestly right, I'll send it to you now hang on you can you can assess this listener for yourself Phil <laughs> I'm impressed man because I, I've, I, I don't know if you've ever had to change clothes in a toilet cubicle like Superman um, but it's quite it's quite difficult to not like you know let your socks touch the floor even when they're not covered in poo the floor I mean and and so on especially and like that's hard enough and the balance and you're standing on one leg putting your leg in a trouser he's doing this while pouring shit out of his ass it's um it's really amazing dexterity I'm looking at a picture of um Elianel handsome guy good looking guy then yeah. but this is of of course him uh, pre shit uh, yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm looking at this photo of him smiling on on the river with the same sort of uh, tragedy of like the last known photograph of like this is the last time he was a civilized human being. <laughs> Man, the, the, this is the, the last time photo. he hadn't shot himself in Amsterdam Station. The the after photo is like um, if you pick the wrong Holy Grail. <laughs> So he's just like shriveled up like a like a skeleton, like a mummy that you find in the Alps. <laughs> yeah. I what what this podcast has made clear to me is just how much people are shitting themselves out in the world. Oh my around God, yeah. you without you knowing. Like how many times do you reckon you've walked past someone in the train station who's just shat themselves and is run- <laughs> like you know all those like businessmen who run in train stations. Is, are they, ever, they all just shat themselves. I always think that they're late for something, but maybe they all just shat, running with their briefcases. Like, <laughs> they're, they're late for the toilet. They've just done a, um, a watery milky poo in, in their business pants. It's, do, you, do you remember um, early on in like Harry Potter, there'll be a bit in the movie where he's learning just how there's like, actually there's wizards hiding everywhere. Mmm... Or like, you know, in Men in Black, where when once he knows there yeah. are aliens, he kind of sees like, oh, there's a little tentacle under that man's sleeve, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that, just but shitting yourself. We're just going to start spotting diarrhea trickling out of, oh, there too! Just tr- trickling out of someone's trouser leg, and we look up and he just winks at us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, he just winks at us and mouths the word Koji. <laughs> <gasps> we're in a secret brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Men in cack. <laughs> uh, very good, very good. M I K. Men in cack. <laughs> um, Will gets in touch. Will, you're speaking to Phil. Uh, still, um, yeah. Now, Will, um, Will's been in touch a few times. He's a dedicated uh, uh, pod bud. And at this point, he's, it's a good new greeting. Dear Budge Log. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, that's gross. I like that, yeah. 
Uh, he says, I've loved every week since the dawn of the bud, and now I have something to share. In the last few weeks, as we look for ways to stay better connected, something very natural has started happening between me and two friends. Oh. I call it fart clipping. Okay, I'm going to guess what this is, and it's recording their farts and sending them to each other. Oh, you've only gone and gone it. You, 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 you've got it, Phil. You've got it. You've got it. <laughs> what can I say? The, the mind of the podbud and mine are one now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you, you've got a, a, a Vulcan mind meld with every every bud uh, every bud pod uh, pod bud every pod bud. <clears throat> so that's true. He says uh, we voice clip our farts and send them to each other via uh, via WhatsApp. Uh, Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Disgusting boys uh, or girls. Will's a boy, but uh, you never know. At the beginning of the clip, you'll hear scuffling as the person quickly arranges the trousers <laughs> to create the. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's at first it sounds like a butt dial well, I guess it literally is a butt dial <laughs> it's, it's my first intentional butt dial <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Ace Venturia teleconference <laughs> it's that guy on a zoom call yeah um, at the beginning of the clip you'll hear scuffling as the person quickly arranges the trousers so, as to create the best audio setup that's quite funny, like a little studio. Um, but sometimes there just isn't time. One then lays down the track. Uh, lays down the track. That's great. I'm just going to go lay down a track. Uh, one then lays down the track and poof, sends it to the group seeking approval. Uh, horrible. Yeah. We've learned much in this short time. Farters have their own dialect, accent, and pitch. <laughs> and it's sure. like one of those things about animals. Like, did you know that farts have their, have different accents? <laughs> yes, a fart in Wales sounds a bit different to a fart in Yorkshire. A fart in Wales is much more musical. Yes. It, um, it's designed for travelling across valleys. <laughs> People say that, don't they? About like, like the thing about the Welsh is that their farts are just so musical inherently. <laughs> the proud tradition of all men's farting choirs. <laughs> of course, going back one two thousand years, um, the Welsh venerated uh, farting bards. Um, bread of heaven, of course. Bread <laughs> of heaven. Bread. Good. <laughs> um, yes, it does sound like something that um, Sandy Toxwig would say on QI really earnestly. <laughs> Farters have their own dialect, accent, and pitch, and sharing them in this way allows our bottoms to have an open and honest conversation with each other. Um, we've had great comments, such as, that first part sounds like someone trying to shout while being gagged. <laughs> Here's a good comment. That was a story that needs to be heard. <laughs> yeah, I like this now. I quite like this club. <laughs> and then another comment. Mum heard me play it and says you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I hate that. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. 
that's quite a funny thing to do after you've done a fart, is to nod solemnly and say, it was a story that needed to be heard. <laughs> Urgent and important. <laughs> Stories are powerful. Uh, who thought just weeks ago that boys would be scrambling for their phones as gas brews, desperate not to miss any of their impressive anal tarts? Who knew I would be so disappointed when I missed a good one, saying to myself, oh, how the boys would have loved that. <laughs> uh, or that I would develop FOMO, as I simply didn't fart well enough to the group today. God. See, this is an element of the pandemic that's not spoken about enough. The, the impact it's having on everyone's mental fucking health. The it's, country's gone you know, insane. <laughs> the virus isn't the only th- threat to public health here. Yeah, we are the virus. <laughs> <laughs> this experience has really drawn us closer together, and I believe it's important to say in these dark times that farts will and should be heard now more than ever. Koji and keep up the good work, Will. Thank you, Will, and thank you for spreading that really important message at a time when it needs to be heard. Yeah, I would say that that was urgent and important. And now that we've heard it, we can... Uh, now that we've read it out, you know, people will be um, will feel better about their own uh, uh, harrowing uh, <laughs> WhatsApp groups. I'd, I'd, I'd really like to see Will and his group of friends featured on the BBC as a sort of feel-good fluff story. Like, this group of friends found... A new way to stay connected over the pa- oh, oh, over the lockdown, and it's just a, a cutesy little. So you you started this, you started sending fans to each other, and it just sort of took off from there. It's like yeah, yeah, it's become quite an important feature of our private lives now, and it's really helped each other. You know, men need to talk about, <laughs> you know, men need companionship as much as anyone else, and <laughs> and then the the newsreader at the end goes. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, the time is, and then they move on to. <laughs> you know that shitty little thing they have to do when it's a nice story. They have to go. <laughs> well, we all look forward to seeing that. The time is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they, or they, or they um, or when you can tell that it was they were supposed to find it charming, but they didn't, and they go, and they say like, "Will they reporting from Cheshire?" The time is nine o'clock. <laughs> On the, on the subject of BBC News reporters, have you been watching um, the the American ones? The um, there are a couple of reporters who like just do the like I think they report from America, and one is yes. a lady with hair, and the other is a guy with also like hair, like like hair of a Ken doll, and they're British, but they're like they're like if some evil wizard was making two American people and gave up halfway. <laughs> You know so what I mean? Adopted and the, the native hair habits is what you're saying. The hair habits and also the unprofessionalism, <clears throat> and it's really jarring on BBC because they'll start like telling shitty jokes or talking about what their kids have been up to, or you know the the the, the personal trials and tribulations of their lockdown experience, and it's like this oh, is the BBC. I don't like that. What the at fuck all. are you doing? I don't like that one bit. Do you not watch these people? They they were on quite I've, a lot during the election. I've seen bursts of them, and and they're certainly like much. Even though they're British, they've they've become much louder. Ugh, um, and like and they confident, do have that kind of terrifying, waxwork hair. Yeah, and like really bright white teeth. Horrible. 
It's like a British Sometimes. person and and an American person walked into that machine and the fly, and they became <laughs> one. It's gross, it's unnatural. I don't like it actually. Sometimes when they have perfect ice white hair and perfect ice white teeth, like Anderson Cooper, yes, yes. It looks, it's, uh, there's something unnatural. It's not natural. It, it looks like American a photo of someone. It looks like a photo of someone where the, the, they've been the saturation is minus a hundred and the contrast is plus a hundred. Yeah, it's like they photocopied their face. <laughs> I, I, I could fully see Anderson Cooper plugging himself in at the end of a long day of reporting. <laughs> These glowing blue eyes. Terrifying. Children of the corn stuff. Midwich cuckoos. Um, God, that's... Yeah, I don't like that at all. No, let's keep it, keep it impersonal and professional and... Uh, BBC. The BBC uh, should not only be politically impartial, but emotionally impartial. There should there should be no feelings on it. No one, none at all. It should be cold and informative. That's what I pay my license fee for. Yeah, fact robots. Yes, please. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, I'm going to perhaps unfairly summarize. Uh, so uh, Rebecca gets in touch uh, first. She says, as a PS. Uh, it would be good to have like a supercut of all this. Uh, yes, a prescript. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open with the PS. I'm making an executive editorial decision. Um, would it be possible to create a sort of supercut of all the sketches and silly songs? Uh, people on the Facebook That's a good group idea. think it would be great. Um, we have a Facebook group. There's a Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we got told oh. about it many many months ago. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should do that. Um, basically. Uh, she says, Dear Pod Buddies, uh, enjoying Bud Pod immensely, found it as a recommendation through Spotify. It's interesting. Oh, I never think yeah. about us being on Spotify. Yeah. And she's been reminded of uh, uh, all, the, all, the, all, the, all our smelly chat uh, of Christmas Day about five years ago. Um, her brother Wes, who's a postman. Cool. Yeah. Uh, has uh, stinky feet. He has stinky feet. Well, all that walking around, all that posting, yeah. and uh, basically, uh, and says it was basically, basically they played a prank where they blindfolded their dad and tried to see if he could guess what um, guess the cheese. Oh no! That's yeah, and then to trick their dad, who correctly identified the brie and the cheddar, they put a stinky slipper from Wes under his nose. Um, yeah. Which he thought was a stinky blue, and uh, everyone no. had a good old laugh at, at Dad. Yuck. At Dad being Yuck. tricked. I wonder if this is the same bacteria. 
Or like a very similar bacteria. Oh, it, must oh, it could easily be. Could easily be. Um, and she says later on, um, everyone's uh, having a few drinks and playing a few games and, and uh, eating the, uh, you know, digesting the food, starting to do little farts uh, from all the Christmas fun. And then she says, suddenly my dad said to my brother, here, Wes, look at this, and proceeded to shove a shot glass up to his face, into which he had mm. done the stinkiest of festive farts. Ooh, in a shot glass. Jesus. Your family's <laughs> disgusting, Rebecca. Yeah, I don't say this very often, but your family is, dis- is filthy. <laughs> Imagine the, the, the... I mean, congratulations to your father on what I would describe as his, his, his anal accuracy. A real, fa- a, a real founding farter there. A real fart sniper. Yeah. Gosh. Do you think Rebecca... I'm, I'm amazed it can even contain... Uh, a shot glass can even contain a, a gas. I guess I guess it's helped by... As, as, as he pushed it through the air, backwards momentum kept it in there. Yeah, sure, 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 yeah. That must be it, yeah. Maybe... Do you think Rebecca ever boasts to people like a, a country gal, like, my pa could fart into a shot glass at two paces? <laughs> Call him Dead Eye, Dead Brown Eye. <laughs> uh, 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 my daddy's a county champion. <laughs> Ain't no one ever messed with my pa. Not when he had a shot glass in his hand. Uh, well, that is very gross. I um, wonder what they'll get up to this Christmas. It has to be a. It's a. It's a. It'll be a quieter one this year. Things yes are going to be a little different this year. I love adverts. I saw that way. Yes, this year's uh, certainly been different for all of us. <laughs> you know something like that. I like. I like that the the British ones are depressed and the American ones are like. I, I saw so many adverts watching the ele- election coverage that were just like a. Uh, uh, these days, no one knows what's going to happen next. But what's important is your family. And then it's an advert for, like, cheese in a tin or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Benedict The the Americans really will put cheese in any container. Every day they wake up and think, what container can I put cheese in today? (laughs) Is the logical endpoint them just making a gun that fires cheese? I'm, I'm, that must exist. Surely that exists. Get Louis Theroux on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get get him to stand in a corner and gently question the inventor. Yeah. <laughs> get him to say, right, and and why why would you why would you make a gun that fires cheese? Huh? And just try and desperately seem like he's not being rude while being incredibly rude in an English way. Uh, so Benedict gets in touch Benedict just us three Benedict. <laughs> nice yeah and in a in a charming reference to Ed Gamble and Matthew Crosby he says dear crunch and crumble oh that's nice yeah um, a friend of mine was staying at a relative's recently where they saw a simply mind-boggling piece of tat 
Uh, okay. He says, it's, it's a genre I am dubbing self-tat. Okay. Mm. I'm wondering what this is. Uh, that they've made it themselves? Well, well, so... Like all good self-respecting humans, he says, I enjoy a bit of tat. I can marvel and wonder at what type of person would own it and what they are like. In this example, it's Lindsay. Lindsay owns it, and it has stated all the things that Lindsay likes. Case closed. <laughs> I like a bit of literal I can... tat. I like the simplicity of just a, a bit of literal tat. It, it genuinely is, yeah. This is my name. Um, this is what I like. I'll put this on the wall so that you know. Well, as a true tat whisperer, Phil, that's exactly what this tat is. <laughs> um, Benedict says, I can only imagine two scenarios. The first was that she had this commission just in case she forgets everything that makes her unique. Uh, or secondly, she came upon it by chance at a German-style Christmas market, and it just so happened to have all the things she likes in her list with her name at the top. Imagine her joy and amazement. Sustain your masturbations, Benedict. Like the like um, like the Jumanji of Tat. It's just like <laughs> in the corner of a mic going tum 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 And you approach it and you're like, these are all the things I like. I yeah. like coffee in the morning. I like chocolate. I like Prosecco <laughs> with friends. Holidays. Yeah, and like as as it slowly zooms in on each word, it's it's hit by a drum and then there's a kind of didgeridoo like <laughs> no one else can hear it. Uh, that was a good didgeridoo impression. Thank, I used to be able to play. I got I got given one like a, like a five foot tall one as a kind of gag for Christmas when I was a teenager because I'd sarcastically said I wanted one, and uh, I wow. did learn to play it. Just not very do you, well. Do you you just have to go like with your lips or something. Yeah, yeah, you have to vibrate your lips in such a way. And if you play it for long enough, your lips feel insane. Like, they're all swollen and weird. That's nice. quite fun. Yeah. Um, so, Lindsay Likes. This is the top of the tat, Phil. And uh, it is just a list, and it's all in a kind of... Um, um, it's a serifed font. It's not Times New Roman, but it's not far. Maybe Garamond, if I'm thinking of the right mm-hmm. one. Uh, the name's Mond, Garamond, <laughs> and each uh, each 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 new element of the list is a different color, and they're all pastel, naturally. Okay, oof, they're pastel colors. Uh, so, let's see. How do you want to play this? Well, it sounds like I'm going to be guessing what Lindsay likes. Yeah, yeah, which could yeah. be any. Some of these are people's names, so that's not fair. Oh, really? There's just people that she likes personally up there? Yeah, a couple, yeah. Okay. Well, let's not do those. Okay. Um, um, as for the I'd, things... I, I'll give you, I'll I'll give you individualized clues for each one. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and if you, and if, you uh, <laughs> if you get them right, I'll do a sort of didgeridoo noise and then a ping. Great. Yeah. So the top line in pink is Lindsay likes dot dot dot. Um, and uh, then the, the first yep. thing uh, I would say uh, the the it's two words and it begins with a V and then an S. 
Oh, Lindsay likes. V. Actually, you know what? There's a V, and it's um, the second. Uh, actually, the second word is just the word stuff. So that's not fair to guess. Oh, okay. Lindsay likes V stuff. V- velvet stuff. Ooh, no. Violet stuff. No, go Vega. Remember, tat Vega. is vague. It's, a, it's about being vague and individual at the same time. <laughs> Lindsay likes very stuff. <laughs> Violent stuff. What kind of what kind of stuff do people like, Phil? That they they go searching around for. Nice stuff. Yeah. But can't. I can't. I can't think of any words. I mean, V. 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 Voluminous stuff. I've already fallen. It's a, my, I'm, I'm. I'm falling at the first whisper here. It's a. It's a genre of stuff. Vintage. Okay, okay, okay. You got it. Okay, I'm getting an idea of Lindsay now. Okay, vintage stuff. Lindsay likes vintage stuff. Um, The next layer, it's two places in England, and they both begin with M. Margate and Maidenhead. Ooh, you're close to the second one. Close to the second one? As in geographically? Uh, yes, and the and the sound and the, the sound and the name you've said you've said. One of the two places is very mainstream and big. Manchester. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Manchester and <laughs> it's like Maidenhead, but it's not. And Maidstone. Yes. Wow. Hey, there you go. Manchester and Maidstone, what a pairing. <laughs> Maidstone. Um, <laughs> Lindsay likes vintage stuff. Maidstone and Manchester. Uh, the next two are quite an odd combo. I'm not quite sure why these are together. One is a famous movie character and the other is an animal. Oh. Um, Ace Ventura and Pangolins. Uh, no, no. Much more mainstream than either of those. Oh! More mainstream. Uh, Darth Vader and Cats. Oh. Cats. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So it's Cats and... A, f- a famous movie character. Um, Harry Potter. Uh, no, but yeah, you're getting nice and mainstream now. Even 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 longer career than Harry Potter. James Bond. <laughs> yes. <laughs> James Bond and Cats. Manchester yeah. and Maidstone. Bond and, Bond, Bond and cats. Right. So Bond and the pet of a Bond villain. Yes, maybe that's the link. Yeah, Blofeld's cat. 
Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. It's a very strange combo. And then the next uh, line is Lindsay likes. So it's Lindsay likes vintage stuff. Maidson and Manchester Bond cats. And then it's just Graham, Gosh. Cynthia, Julia, and Max. I was going to say Graham. One of the names I thought earlier was like, I bet one of them was Graham. Oh, really? Man, that would have been impressive. That would have been so impressive. Oh, I, I should have gone for it. Uh, the rest of the podcast would have just been didgeridoo noises. I would have shat myself. <laughs> I'm trying it myself. That's all right. That's it. That's it. You sound like a pervert. Um. The next line is two activities, S and B. Oh, it's still going. Okay. Shitting oh, and breathing. <laughs> Shitting and breathing. Uh, S and B. S and B. Singing? No. Oh. Um, skiing and brunch. Oh, that maybe maybe that would be very sort of upper class, wouldn't it, if that was what you liked? Okay, so it's less, it's less upper class. You know, you um, feel it's tats about being individual and vague. You know it. I know it. S- shopping. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe they're going for. Sh- I was actually worried. That's so like sexist. I was worried about saying it, but Lindsay said it by herself. <laughs> shopping, like shopping and boozing. Uh, no, think even more sexist. Even more sexist. Shopping and bitching. <laughs> no, but it's a good guess. A lot of bitch tat out there. <laughs> yeah, stuff like I'm a bitch, so be nice. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. This shopping, this, this stupid bitch loves tacos or whatever. <laughs> so sexist B, um, shopping and bra buying. Ooh, no, no. But you're you're being about the right level of sexist. Shopping, there. shopping in bubbles. No, no, no! It's uh, the activity. It's still be beating. Okay, shopping and b- b- ballet dancing. <laughs> it's vague. Ah, uh, what do people? What do people expect women to do, Phil? Bicker. No, shopping no, no. and bickering. Oh. No, <laughs> it's even simpler than that. Yeah, the, well, 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 this, this game is just sort of uh, has the danger of exposing my own sexist <laughs> ideas of women. Shopping. And It'd be really funny if like it revealed something about you that you were like ballooning, ballooning. <laughs> I was like, why do you do that? Like, they're always ballooning, aren't they? <laughs> I can never reach them. They're always miles up in the sky. Oh, they're always they always turn the heat up so the balloon goes higher just when you get close. Shopping and something vague beginning with B. But a woman's duties in the home, Phil. Baking! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, Lindsay. Some of this is very, very specific and some of it is very vague. Lindsay likes yeah. Graham and baking. <laughs> yes. Lucky Graham. <laughs> 
I would say the next line is is something is a bit like the tat is eating its own tail. It's 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 um it's a form of creativity. It's also a job, and it begins with an I and then a D. As in, it, it's become the, self-referential to tat. Um, not necessarily directly self-referential, but there's a heavy irony that this is one of the things that Lindsay likes. An I and a D. Information technology. <laughs> uh, uh, I, as in, there are two words, ID. ID, yeah, two words. Interrupting Dennis. She'll never let Dennis get a word in. <laughs> well, we all like to interrupt Dennis. I don't think I'm going to get this in time, you know. Maybe not. Uh, in, it's interior design, Phil. Oh, that is quite meta. That's meta yeah. for a bit of tat. Um, the next line is quite weird. Facebook and Chris. <laughs> Facebook and Chris. Facebook and Chris. <laughs> she's really, she forgot Chris early on. And now she's been confronted. Chris is coming like, what, what about me? Uh, yeah. Yes, I was about to write you down right after <laughs> Facebook. I was saving you for Facebook. after. Fa- That's right. I was saving you for after Facebook. Yeah. I didn't forget you. Also, how funny will this look? Like when hopefully, hopefully, Facebook dies, it'll be like having tat on your wall that says "I love Bebo." <laughs> or the God Third Reich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the CIA's MK Ultra program. <laughs> Actually, I might that would be quite fun to get some tat covered in like horrible government conspiratorial activity. That'd be very funny. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. And you, you know, a fertile market, plenty of buyers. Behave like your J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, behave like your J Edgar Hoover in the 60s. What does that mean? Just do whatever you want. Oh. Um I'll give you this one, Phil, because you already guessed it earlier. Holidays. Oh, yeah. Well, that's there as well, is it? Yeah, holidays is after Facebook and Chris in big letters, holidays. Um, Imagine having... The I next... can't believe it's still going. How long is this thing? It's like There's the fucking two Ten lines. Commandments. Okay. <laughs> it is carved like in stone, to be fair. <laughs> she found them on top of a hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was the Jumanji moment where it's just <laughs> lightning storm and Behold so the... what Lindsay likes. <laughs> Lindsay will like the following. <laughs> Be not afraid. Um so the next line is incredibly specific, no point trying to guess it. Monarch Airlines. Wow. Yeah. Wow! Imagine, wow! Imagine liking something as vague as holidays, but something as specific as Monarch Airlines. Yeah, we I shall mean, know. We shall know how she's getting to those holidays. <laughs> we can, and with probably with Chris on Facebook. <laughs> and the final line, Phil. I think you can guess this. It's, 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 it's the heart of all tat. Okay. It's she. She loves being born in April. 
No, no, it's a it's a beverage. Prosecco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, Lindsay likes a lot of things. Lindsay's got a, a rich life. Lindsay has a rich life, and and with in between baking and Graham, I'm amazed she has any time for holidays on Monarch Airlines. Or Chris. Yeah, that's the kind of tat where I could use it to get into your fucking bank account. There's <laughs> <laughs> that much info about you on it. <laughs> oh man, that's a lot of tat. Oh, I need a tat break. I need to sit down and yeah, digest all this tat. <laughs> Fucking hell! Well, that was a that was a good old uh, uh, a good old episode. Um, yeah, it's nice to get back in touch with the real people behind the podcast. Yes, exactly, exactly, and 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 the beating heart and 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 ass of uh, of of the listenership. The beating fart. The beating fart the beating of our fart. listenership. The telltale fart. Um, <laughs> yes. We'll probably do another one next week, given that those were three pieces of high-quality uh, uh, correspondence. I can't believe how long it takes us to get through one. I always think, like, ah, oh, we have an hour, we'll get through, like, 20 emails. <laughs> It'd be quite funny if we did, like, a speed-run one, where it was just like, thank you, Tim, thank you, Josie. <laughs> Fart, Fire poop. through them. Tat. Tat, 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 tat. Well, well, well. Um, right. Uh, Koji, everyone, stay safe. Enjoy uh, the vaccine when you get one. Have a little yeah. clink, clink, clink the um, drink up. clink the syringe with the person being vaccinated next to you. Drink up. Get yo get, vaccine. Get yo vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Koji, guys. Bye. Bye bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.